This episode of Right at the Fork and the Gary the Foodie Restaurant Update is brought to you by Leanne Bach from M Realty. You know, I don't know about you, Court, but I've gone through a number of real estate transactions in mm-hmm. my time, and I've had some great ones, and I've had some not-so-great ones. Right. And the key is picking the right realtor right off the bat. It all comes down to the realtor when, it, when you get down to it. Right. Especially in a hot market, and you, and you need to act fast, and you need to negotiate uh, from a strong position. Yeah. In, in, in a matter of days, if not half of a day, Chris, could mean thousands of dollars gained or lost. Right. And market knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. So we've known Leanne for a little while now. And I can tell you this, she's tuned into the food world. So I would say if there's anyone listening out there and they want someone who understands where they're coming from and where they want to come from when they go to a restaurant, Leanne is the one to call. And that number would actually be 503-349-7890 or go online to leannebach.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. Do it. We love Leanne and, and she's here to support not only us, but our entire Portland food world. It's that time of the month where uh, Right at the Fork becomes the Gary the Foodie restaurant update because he gets out there much more than we do. Yes, and and he's uh, he's got a lot to talk about, too. But we were doing it on the third Monday of every month, and now this year it's going to be like close to the end Monday second, of every month. Second to last Monday? Yeah, it might flip a little bit, but it's yeah, going to be on one of the Mondays. There's five Mondays in and January. And, and if you subscribe, it'll just show up when it's ready. Right. So there you go. <laughs> Right. That's the way to handle uh, it. Hey, w- welcome to the podcast, Gary. Thank you. How are you doing? Um, a little bit nervous about all this um, ice storm. I, this is taping on Monday. What day is The 16th. Today? 16th. Mar- Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Martin Luther King could totally either talk another another ice storm tomorrow. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Really? Another one tomorrow? They're, I saying, was... they're saying, no, they're going to start as an ice storm, and then, the, then it becomes the warmer rain, and then we flood. Okay. Yeah, I know this isn't a weather forecast, but one of the one other guy said half inch of ice tomorrow. That was the most pessimi- pessimistic. Yeah, right. With, I saw that. With no thawing for a while. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk. Well, food. yeah, but I'm you're depressed. not out there. At least you're not out there driving. You are correct. Yeah. So still, the whole thing is kind of depressing. It's but. it's not easy to walk, but it will be gone at some point, right? It's not going to be around forever. And spring, in, in, spring and in the is meantime, around the eat. corner. I'll eat myself to stupor. All right. And so where have you been eating yourself to a stupor? And over the, I guess that would be over the holidays. When the last time we spoke, it was probably five weeks ago. Yeah. And, and this is a time of year where there aren't, in between when, when I last taped, there weren't that many new openings. There, there are some exciting new openings coming up. And one you've been to that I've not been to because it's, the day we're taping this is still not open, but you went to friends and family family night last night at XLB. Right. How was it? Uh, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. You know, it's in the old Lardo space on North Williams, and uh, we had some great dumplings. We had a shrimp, a Shanghai shrimp and pork dish, and what I thought was the dish I would go and have every time was the green beans with um, with uh, chicken. It was fantastic. Oh. And um, it had the perfect char, the perfect spice. It was great. Really liked it. Had a nice time. Of Happy course, for Jasper. 
I mean, I, I want, I'm excited to see what he's going to do with XLB. Right. So not to presume that everybody uh, knows who Jasper is, Jasper Shen was one of the original chefs at Aviary. Um, and now this is his new thing. And I saw Kat there last night, his wife. Um, I don't, I didn't hear or know, but you would know, is she an integral part of XLB? I do not know because she's working full time, as far as I know, full time at Salt and Straw. That's what I thought. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, she was probably just there to support her husband. And not only was he one of the original chefs, he and Kat were the original tri owners of of Aviary. Right, right. I neglected to mention that. So, and Aviary still wonderful with Sarah uh, yeah. as the sole owner. I pr- I assume unless yeah. there's some new investors that came in, Sarah Pointer. So, um, but I really enjoyed XLB. I've been hearing about it for a while. As a matter of fact, Court, you and I uh, had some of their buns at a chef's table thing. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. This was a, some of the. This buns. was an advance, advance. Not buns. I'm sorry, dumplings. The dumplings. Sorry, yeah. the dumplings. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, that was an advance, advance. And last night, I think by the time this streams, by the way, Gary, we don't tape. We stream. We record. We record, record and then we stream. I, we oh, did I say tape? I meant record. It's all right. It's, it's the old school in all of us. Yes. I still say tape. I think most people in in the recording business still say tape. I have gotten, that's one of the you've, switchovers you've, you've made the I've switch. been able to make yeah. is, is, is record and stream. Right. Um, although I can't tell the difference between a dumpling and a bun. Right. Obviously. But uh, but so I really enjoyed that. And, um, and by the time this streams, it will be open. Full time. A new opening recently called Tiff and Asha. Tiff and Asha. You come. Where do you come up with these places? I read Eater. I don't see this. I think it's been in Eater. Okay. I mean, I, I, I went the first night it opened and like the third night it opened. So I went twice in a few days. Uh, I think. And um, it's right across the street from Hachai and Padnas. Okay. Maybe I did hear about it. I just, I guess, you know, sometimes when you verbally hear something and read it, it comes off differently. That's all. Um, they had a food cart for a few years on Alberta. That's the last time I ate there a few years ago. And they closed down and they opened a brick and mortar. And They closed down the food cart and opened up a brick and mortar. There are some things that I had never eaten before. That's uh, and I experienced that's it surprising. Like, well, I don't eat a lot of Indian food. I went with a uh, a, a woman who whose family is from southern India. Doc, I've talked about Doc before, but she, we had um, I didn't know what an appam was. A p p a m. It's like a pancake made with fermented rice batter and coconut milk, and it's from southern India. And I had like a winter vegetable stew with appam. The winter vegetable stew was really nice. Doc said the appam didn't look quite like the appam she grew up eating, but it was it was the winter stew was nice, and um, you know I I like the appam it was fine. It's and then there's also the, uh, they have dosa. Do you know what dosa is? I do. You do know? Yes. Well, I've had it. Would you, well, it's like an Indian crepe. Right. There's a whole bunch of dosas on the menu. I had the one with the chicken pakora and yogurt. And it was good, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Um, I think it was. It, it reminded me. It seemed a little bit different than the Tiff, than the ones that got a Tiff and Asha cart from a few years ago. Um, and, and once again, it just <laughs> I went opening night, so it's gonna. It's, 
it's, yeah, it's not... probably getting used to the equipment and things like that. Let's disclaim this by saying there's, first of all, Gary, you're, you're not doing real reviews here, but there's right. no reviewer who ever report, reports on anything at an opening night. So, right. Um, but you're fortunate to go to some openings, and I am too, and so... I just go for the vibe and what it looks like, yeah. and, and then you go back later and try it. But uh, uh, and sometimes things are exceptional, and they they very well could be. They've been working on it for a while, and then sometimes some things need some work. So you see, you see how things evolve. That's why I go early, just to see. I've always gone early. I, mean, I was the first customer at Aviary in February first, two thousand eleven. And what else do you have on your I, on your doc on your resume for first customer? Oh, God, no, um. A few. I mean, I, I tend to go. I mean, I I just I you know you know when opening night is, and I just tend to go. So a lot of places. You know what I caught, which is a a good one. What? Finn. I was the first customer at Finn. I don't know, dude. Dude, I was there, friends and family. Joan invited me. Joan Dumont. Well, no, I'm talking about when they first actually uh, opened. Like paying customer. Right. When they ran a ticket. Right. Okay. I was the first ticket at Finn, and it was complete coincidence. I was driving up Hawthorne. And I thought, man, it's early. Where am I going to go eat? And I pulled over. I looked at, I guess, Eater. And I saw that. So, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. And uh, uh, what, what else? Oh, I know what I want to talk about. Um, Oyatsupan. It's a Japanese bakery in Beaverton. And it, it has some really unusual items. Like, there was a curry donut that I was just, that's just to die for. Huh. And I grew up eating. You got you got court's attention. As well, it's it's because it's out because yeah. it's out in my neck. Of the, where, <laughs> where where in Beaverton is this? I think it's called Regatta Lane. Okay. It's 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 it's, it's, it's in a little strip mall. Okay. Jules, as, as most things in Beaverton are. How'd you get out there? Jules, Jules Juliana. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, shout out to Jules. Thanks, Jules. Uh, and I grew up eating. Um, a dear, dear case. person, by the way, Juliana, and you can find her at Atala. Yes, right. So I grew, I grew up eating red paste, red bean paste. It's the sweet thing that a lot of times it's in mochi, but they they t- it's called uncle, and I and they they make these um, pastries filled with uncle, and it was it harkened me back to my childhood. So I was duly impressed. What's going on? Oyatsupan. And they have an Oyatsupan hot dog. It's, 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 go just for that. It's, it's not, it doesn't look like a regular hot dog. I don't know how to describe it, but they, the hot dog, the hot dog itself is, is, I thought, oh, where'd you get this hot dog? I said, oh, Jap from Japan. So even the, even the hot dog itself is from Japan. Oh. I didn't so, know that they specialized that in hot dogs in Japan. I didn't either. That's why I was surprised to see it. And we ate it and I said, holy cow, that's pretty good. Is it a Kobe beef hot dog? No, no. It was very inexpensive. It wouldn't be very inexpensive if it was, you know, A5 Kobe. Right. And uh, So what was the name of that one more time? Oyatsupan. And do you have an idea how to spell that? O-Y-A-T-S as in Superman, U, P as in Paul, A-N. Wow, that was completely phonetic. Yeah, no, and, and I'm looking at it right now. I just pulled this up. It's it's close to the Nike campus out there in Beaverton. Okay. So uh, there's an IHOP and a uh, and a Popeyes Good nearby. Good job, Juliana, getting getting Gary places where <laughs> no man has ever ventured well, before. You, well, you know what else? What, what else we did when we ended up since we were in Beaverton? I said let's go to um, taste the Szechuan. 
I'd never been there before. Mm-hmm. And so we tried the wild side menu. And two of the things I got off the wild side menu were pretty as if I, I don't I didn't write this down, Let's see if I can remember. It's like five flavors of pig stomach and sa- sweet and spicy or sour and spicy jellyfish salad. Mm. Jelly no not jellyfish, not salad, but sweet and sour sour and spicy jellyfish and five flavors of pig stomach. Okay. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> It was worth I, trying. Is yeah, there someone venturing the out there just it. for that? Okay, so I wanted to ask you, have you ever been to Thai Bloom out there? No. I don't go to Beaverton. Okay, well that was one of that was one of Earl Ninsom's suggestions to me a long time ago. And um and I think it's great, actually. It's it's worth it if you're out there. Thai have you gone recently? I've probably changed. No, only I have not been time. recently. I, I think about a year ago was the last time I, I was there. Okay, but it's it was delicious Thai and um and it, and the recommendation came from Earl, so uh, that'd be good. Yeah, you know, so. yeah, I was yeah I was at Longbon and Padi last night. Oh, um, good. Speaking of Longbon and Padi, there's this uh, no one's really talked about it except for me, but one of the best young pastry chefs in the country has moved to Portland, Oregon. Earl hired her. Well, she, she moved because Earl hired her. Um, her name's Maya Erickson. She's from San Francisco. She used to work at Lazy Bear as the executive page chef there. In 2015, she was one of four chefs named by the San Francisco Chronicle as one of their rising star chefs. Every year they they name four chefs rising stars. Wow. About four. And um, she's about, she was, I think, 21 or 22 when she was named Rising Star Chef by the SF Chronicle, you know, a couple years ago. That makes her, like, mid-20s. And she helped Lazy Bear attain a Michelin star two years ago. And she left, I think it was announced that she left last summer, 2016. And then a few months later, Lazy Bear won its second Michelin star. So I'm, I believe she helped David Barsley win that second Michelin star or attain, garner that second wow. Michelin star. So she's doing the pastries and sweets for Longbon, Kim Jong Grillhouse, Hadi, and Hot Yai. And I've had all of her desserts, except for the ones at Kim Jong Grillhouse. She has a cookie and a marshmallow thingamabob that I've never had, so I didn't can't really talk about it. But it's a, it was it's been a very impressive first six weeks. Wow, and that's an impressive uh, procurement by Earl. Uh, to get a name like that, and um, at, I, well, I, not so much a name, a human, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and, and then she, she's doing different. Obviously, at Longbond, she's doing more elevated fare. Like um, the first dessert she did, she did one dessert in December, and it was a squash and coffee ice dessert. Oh. And last night she did two desserts um, at Longbond. My favorite was the coconut ash pudding. With pandanus milk, peanut candy, sesame, and finger lime. That was truly yummy delicious. Do you write this stuff down or do you remember it? No, I, I wrote this down. I'm not gonna, okay. I didn't remember the, I didn't know I was going to talk about taste of Szechuan. Did, did you write down yummy delicious? <laughs> I just didn't want to say the other D word. Yeah. And have to throw two bucks into a jar. Right, right, sure. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at Hot Yai, She's doing. Um, she's taking the roti that Earl has on the menu, and she created various like 
I had jackfruit jam with the roadie, and she also had this pandana cream. She has like six different spreads over the the roadie at Hot Yai. And at Potty, she has two desserts. One is a sundae, and my favorite is a Thai chili ice dessert. I know it's ice. We need more ice, but mother effing God, it's still very good. In the summer, it'd be even better. But I'm happy that Maya Erickson is in Portland, Oregon, and I hope she stays for a while, and I hope she continues to make many more desserts at all of Earl's restaurants. And that's good to hear that uh, as though we needed more reasons to go to Earl's restaurants, he's even he's working on upping his game even more. So yes. that's pretty cool. I haven't been to any of them in a while. As a matter of fact, I need to get back to Hot Yai because uh, appropriate to what we were just talking about, I only went like the week they opened. I want to oh. get back there. Okay. So. Um, you can go to Tiffin Ashes also since it's right across the street. I, I did a restaurant crawl a few weeks ago, and one of them, one of the restaurants we went to, you can talk about too, but I went with Joel Stocks from Whole Fast and his girlfriend, Emily Krauss, who owns Dreamboat Coconut Pops, and we, we started out at Olympia Oyster Bar, and God, it, I, I, I'd been there like once before, and uh, so it was my second time, and I really, really enjoyed the happy hour. You must. It's Tuesday, must right? It's a Tuesday happy yeah, hour? Yeah, you are right. correct. But I think they have happy hour every day, but the one on Tuesday lasts, I think, all night, or most of the night. Right. And the the pan, what I really enjoyed was the pan ser tostada and the crisp toffee. Um, not together, but two separate. Well, Mylene does a good job there. I haven't been there since we had a PFA event, which was great. But yeah, there's another yeah. place I have to get back. The list is longer than I'll ever be able to manage, but I have to get back soon. I recommend going for happy hour. Go anytime, but especially for happy hour. All right, that's an idea. Then after that, we went to Quantrail. I was going to say, Olympia yeah. Oyster Bar for happy hour and then go have a little something more at Quantrail. Quantrail. We were just Quintrell. told by Bill it's Quantrail, not Quantrail. Now I can blame you for that pronunciation now that like I think quaint. about it. Like quaint. It comes quaint. from the word quaint. It comes from quaint. Oh, quaint. Quaintrail. Quaintrail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Quaintrail. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really enjoy his food. He, he does a great do- job with the uh, vegetable dishes. Yep. And the tempura with, with chili honey. It's like it has a spicy, sweet goodness. That's, that's also is something that I could recommend. And those and are two places in the Mississippi district, too. So. Yeah, yeah. I, so... Go to Quain Trail, another another good, solid neighborhood restaurant in that area. And I talked about it before, so go again. Yeah, and no, but you prompted crawl. you prompted me to go, and as a matter of yeah. fact, we're doing. Uh, I went. I enjoyed it so much. We're doing a PFA there, March 29th as well. So, and there are still some tickets left because we're just about sold out of Dame. But you can go to Quain Trail. I'd rec- go, 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 people, go, go to the Portland Food Adventures website. Buy your tickets. And then after that, after Quain Trail, we went to Interurban for, I had a corn dog, and um, um, Joel and Emily had something else to drink. But people and, who don't live in Portland have to understand that a corn dog is not a corn dog if it's at Interurban or some, it's just not like going to the ballpark and so, right, or, right. or the 7-Eleven. Yeah. It's a real homemade corn dog, right? I mean, oh, yeah. it's, or it was, housemade. It was, it, was, it, was, it was heavenly. Yeah, those... I've had a few of those. The farmers market they have those. It's you just have to qualify that because if anybody's listening outside of Portland that's just used to a, a carnival corn dog, that's not the same thing, right? 
then the last place we visited was Prost for pretzels. Nice. And both Interurban and Prost, I think, are owned by Dan Hart. Mm-hmm. And they're really close together, but I guess he's not cannibalized, worried about cannibalizing each other. But I guess they are very different places to grab a drink, gives me tea. Well, plus you got the whole food cart pod there, so you can uh, have a lot to choose from. Um, one of I, one of which I think is Homegrown Smoker, my friend Jeff Reidebach. Okay. His, his vegan barbecue right there. You ever had vegan barbecue? Sounds like an oxymoron. <laughs> well, it is, but uh, but Jeff's been doing okay. it for a long time. He used to be over uh, at PSU, and now he's got uh, he's searching for a brick and mortar. He's got a little bit of a uh, little deli market over by um, by the soccer field, whatever it's called now. What is it? PG? What what park is it now? It's Providence, Providence Park. Providence Park. Yeah. Okay. And and speaking of Dame. We, I did like a. I wasn't going to go out on New Year's Eve. I don't know what you guys did on New Year's Eve, but uh, my friend Doc said, "Oh, you want to grab a Pisco sour at Epif? Ipif? Mm-hmm. You ever been?" And I, no. we, just, we just went and had a couple of Pisco sour Pisco sours there. Then she said, "Oh, let's go to let's go to Dame." So we ended up at Dame, had some champagne a champagne flight, um, caviar and chicken skins to eat. Um, so I, you been you went to Dame recently? Uh, within the last couple of weeks, I think since the last time we spoke, yes, I had a, a, a really nice meal. I loved the wines, which, you know, is not something I always say right off the bat. Um, they were great. And the uh, woman I was dining with got ill before, right as we were driving there. So I didn't have the full on, you order this, I'll order this, and we'll share everything. So I didn't, but it was uh, delicious and wonderful. And, um, you know, I love the atmosphere there. Stunning. It yeah. feels like the service is top notch. So you walk in, and it's so warm and homey. They did a good job. They yeah. did a wonderful job. Why do and you it's only have nice fourteen spot. seats to the? We're Dane. doing it in the private dining room. Oh, okay. And Dana wanted to do something very intimate. Um, and I will say this. I, um, so usually with my Portland Food Adventures events, I ask usually chefs or restaurateurs to give me lists of places, their favorite places. So we can, so we can gather up the gift certificates to give people. Um, and I'll usually send out eight or 10 emails and the first ones to get back to me. If they do these days, it used to be easier. Now it's tougher. Um, but for Dana, Frank, I sent out, I think six emails one day and by 24 hours later, all six Division Wine, Southeast Collective, Johan Vi- uh, Vineyards, um, and Analemma Wines wrote me saying, oh, would it be okay if we just gave you um, a certificate for a picnic with wine and charcuterie and this and that worth about $65 per person? So I said, okay. So anyway, for who, the 14 people who go, they're going to be loaded up with stuff to do afterwards for, for, not, for part of the price of the dinner. It's because Dana it's Frank is beloved. Exactly. That's that was my, kind of my point. It was a long, kind of salesy sounding way of saying that, but <laughs> um, but no, she's loved and uh, and she was very hesitant to do a PFA because she said, "I don't want all these wine wineries are always hit on to do free stuff for charity. I don't want people to be doing. I don't want to ask them. They're always hit on." I said, "Don't worry." Anyway, long story short, um, it was all out of love for Dana, not for me. 
So, um, what else you got there, buddy? Pokemon. They have right, their monthly go. chef series. This will air. But you, I think people will have seven, eight more days to get uh, Gabby and Greg's Poke. And it's a, it's a, it's called and a Poke Bowl let's, duo. Let's be a little clear here. Gabby and Greg Denton. Yep. Quinones from Ox and Superbite. Just so everyone knows. Yes. And every, every, well, so far, the last few months, Colin, who co-owns um, Pokemon, has done a chef series where he collaborates with chefs around town. And this one, it's, it's one bowl with two different poke. One's the ahi, a Hawaiian ahi tuna poke, and the other half of the deal was a salmon poke. You kind of mix it together. Very good. Very good. You know, I went to Quick Fish recently. That's another, thanks for prompting me. Um, I went to uh, something there. I thought it was delicious. I really that, liked it. Is that bamboo sushi? Yeah, that's bamboo place? sushi on, um, you know, in Southwest, um, right there near Bamboo Sushi near Lardo. And uh, I thought it was delicious. I really liked the concept. I liked uh, how simple it was and how delicious it was. And it's a way of getting a lot of great, carefully selected uh, product that's usually served at Bamboo Sushi in a Kind of a faster, easier form. Quick fish. Okay, great. I'm glad I can contribute. I love when I can contribute. Place court. You got to do. You. You. We have to find a way to get you into some new place. Right. I was gonna say. I went to between uh, this month and last month. I got a lot in actually during the holidays, but they weren't new places. Where did? What was your favorite? I went to. Well, we had a little uh, get together. The three of us actually. Yeah, Lamoul. Yeah, we should mention that with Leanne and with with Leanne. So there are four of us, and then I actually took my entire family like two days later. Back to Lamoul and great. and just about ordered everything off the menu, and then um, and then we went and hit uh, actually uh, maybe two weeks after that, just my wife and I went and hit St. Jack. So it was all about Aaron. Yeah, in well, December. Yeah, it was great. I love Lamoul and Leanne was fun, right? And I went after you left Gary and you left Court. I went with Leanne Bach, our wonderful sponsor, to um, Bar Casavale, and oh, I yeah. loved that. Was enjoyable. Yeah, that was fun. That was my second visit there. And I attribute that to you, Gary. You suggested it. Well, you're welcome. And one thing I've done over the last four or five weeks, for you readers, I, mean, I probably won't have much time to talk about it, but I've, I've done mail order. I've gone on, on the web to try, and find, try to find some of the best mail order items one can purchase. Ah. And then oh, let's start off with Manresa Bread. Manresa is my favorite restaurant in the, world, in the United States. It's in Los Angeles, California, but is that having to do with is that Oscar Manresa? No, different. Different Manresa. Different Manresa. And David Kinch um, owns Manresa Bread and owns Manresa and owns the Bywater. Um, and Manresa Bread actually ships their bread. You can get it like ground. You don't want to do that. There's no point. Um, next day or two day air. So I did two day air, and I got like five loaves with some and granola. His bread. Well, it's actually not his bread. Avery Rizika is the baker there, and she's a prodigy. It's, it's amongst the breast bread you'll find in America. And it's okay the next day or, the, or two days well, later? Yeah, as soon as I got, I, I kept one loaf out, right, and, and I, I froze the rest. The rest. And he, they'll give you instructions on what to do, how to, how, to, how to freeze it, and how to thaw it out. But it's, it's, not, it's not cheap. We have great bread in town, little tea um, cans. But if you want, a, you know, a treat, go to, go to Manresa Bread, M-A-N, 
How much does that cost for Our five ESA. loaves to be delivered? We, well, I did two day air, two day air, and it was close to hundred dollars for like five loaves and some granola. I know um, it's expensive. That better be some good bread. <laughs> I know it's ridiculously expensive, but it's. I, I just wanted to. I don't. I probably won't do it very often because I go to Manresa at least twice a year. Right. So I can get Manresa bread there. I can see why you did that. And um, with with the bread, you need something to put on top of it. I N N A Ina Ina Jam. Ina jam was killer. I got three jams. I've had two of them. <laughs> My favorite was a Hungarian pepper jam. Hungarian pepper jam. Does that taste like, is that, is that like a have paprika in it too? No, I don't think so. Just okay. Hungarian peppers. And it's not, it's a little bit spicy. It's got a little kick to it. I also got ordered a kiwi jam. Yeah, I don't think I'd like that. Oh, Really? You don't like kiwi? We don't like kiwi. My son loves kiwi, and I, I he has a lot of it around. I've never just really... So that means it. it's a, a greenish ga- jam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and I, I love inner jams. Have and you done any of the Blue Apron things yet at all no. to cook at home? All right. I'm just curious. And then I get the emails from Gold Belly all the time. Have you I done do, yeah. that? Actually, speaking of Gold Belly, I, I did order something that was via Gold Belly, and it's Momo food. I think it's... I think it's Gold Bell. Momofuku Milk Bar, Christina Tosi, won a Jane Spiderworth, outstanding pastry chef a few year, years ago. She and David Chang own Momofuku Milk Bar. And I ordered a compost cookie cake. Like a big cookie. Huge cookie. Good cookie. But I've ordered, someone sent me a cake a few years ago from Momofuku Milk Bar. And the cake is about a foot high. <laughs> Wow. It was. I couldn't finish it. I mean, I literally had to throw most of it away because it was just huge. I didn't know. I didn't freeze it. Probably should have. So I ate what I could and just tossed the rest. I and mean, it was a gift. But that's a good idea. I'm glad you brought up some things you can order from out of town. Especially, yeah, we're in this age where sometimes it's nice to just have things delivered. I look at that Gold Belly site all the time, and everything looks delicious. But uh, it's 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 fairly costly to get things delivered. I know to your home um, food generally. Uh, so we're lucky that we have Portland to just walk out the door and grab a lot of good things. And we're encouraging everybody this time of year, after all the terrible weather that these restaurants and we all have endured, but especially the restaurants, yeah, get out there and patronize more than you normally would have. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a point of it myself in the next few weeks and for a long time, but especially. These months where they've been really, their bottom lines have been just shot with terrible weather. Well, the funny thing is, and I totally agree with you, some restaurants, well, it just kind of depends. If it's, if it's walkable, if you can walk, like some restaurants are doing just fine because I've talked to a number of restaurants recently over the last few days. But, I mean, I, I could imagine most are, and coffee shops are doing a lot, bars are doing, most, many bars are doing fine. But, yeah, it's, it's tough out there. It's a tough, tough time of year, just period, because... It's, you know, in between Christmas and Valentine's Day, it's a slow time of the year. Well, plus they got they got nailed for the Christmas holiday, which is the big time of the year for restaurants. Right. And, and they got slammed there. So there's really has not been a, a robust recovery period. So um, help help your local restaurant out as much as they can. They don't have corporate dollars to back them to get them through these things. Uh, they're small operators. And uh, if they're closed for a day, that's probably their profits for the whole month correct there's a good article on eater pdx about the cost of snowstorms 
Okay. So if people are interested. Is that a local one with Maddie or is that a yeah, national Maddie. one? Oh, yeah, Maddie. Yeah, PDX. Yeah, I think, and they get into, I, I think they get big on like uh, just, you know, the local restaurants want Portland to invest in salt. Yeah. That's what they get into quite literally to clear up the roads. Well, that's where Jacobson could come in handy. There we go. <laughs> do they do the road salt? Maybe they should. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, hey, Gary, thanks so much. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Thank we'll, you. We'll look forward to uh, next February on some late Monday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> thanks. You have a good time. Thanks. Talk Be to you. Be safe. Soon. Bye. Bye. Right at the Fork is brought to you by Leanne Bach of M Realty. Choosing the right realtor can make or break the buying or selling experience in real estate. Leanne Bach is in tune with the ever-changing Portland landscape, especially as it pertains to our food and restaurant world. Why not work with someone who's in step with you and has years of experience to work on your behalf? Find Leanne at LeanneBach.com. L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H dot com. The Portland Auto Show. Order tickets now for the Auto Show sneak peek for charity preview party on January 25th. Eat great food and enjoy open bars while browsing over 600 models with proceeds going to seven great Portland area charities. Your $100 tickets for a night out on the town are tax deductible. Visit PortlandAutoShow.com now and look for the sneak peek tab. Zupans, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best North West Bounty in Portland, West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years, Zupan's Markets. And by Portland Food Adventures. Did you know you can eat and drink your way through Europe with chefs like Atala's Jose Chesa and Lardo's Rick Gencarelli? Join right at the Fork host Chris Angelus and his great chef friends for these trips of a lifetime to Barcelona and Tuscany in September and October. Get to PortlandFoodAdventures.com and click on the blog tab to see pricing and itineraries. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angelis and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at FoodPodcastPDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at RightAtTheFork.com. Wow.